Welcome to episode 4 of Seriously Though, I am David Chavez Vitella, and on this episode we discuss the idea of scenes. Uh, just a quick little heads up, uh, Jennifer couldn't join us on this episode, and we talk about a, 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 an episode, something we have recorded slightly earlier, usually when we record the podcast, we record for about an hour, and then we take a break, and then we have our closing final thoughts. And kind of what happened is that we recorded the first hour, <clears throat> But we we did not actually talk about what we were going to talk about. And then we took a break and then we went into what we were originally going to talk about. And because of that, we just decided to cut the episode in two. Um, Quick reminders, don't forget to like us on Facebook, which is Ejo Madrigal Productions. And subscribe to the YouTube and the Vimeo. And if you can, um, Tumblr, which is HCMM Productions. Uh, we release a uh, like an illustrated bit of uh, seriously though on YouTube. It it used to be every Thursday, but I think we're changing it to every Friday. And uh, again, if you guys want to email the show, it's at seriously though podcast at gmail I think that should just about do it for now. Um, hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, thank you once again. I'm gonna ask you something, and I, I mean that's not. Point blank questions. Point blank questions. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish we had a, a, a video right now. Um, and it's a quick personality question that I, I heard a while back. Okay. Um, how would you describe your style? My style? Mm-hmm. And Calling people can see this. Yeah. And uh, this is something that... Practical, whatever is at hand. That's it. Okay. I have no... I In my mind, I kind of wish I had like a fancier thing. But I just don't do it. And then it's just the day-to-day. I'm like, nope, screw it. Don't have time for it. So just <gasps> practical. Yeah. And as quick as I can... Do it. Do it. Okay. Uh, in your mind, though, it's like... Because I know you listen to a lot of jazz. Do you, is that is that somewhere where... In 10 years, is that some way, a way you would want to be dressing? Like with a suit and a tie and looking? No. Or, not yeah. Really. Like, what, what, what would be your ideal? I don't know. Maybe something with what I have, but huh. somehow make it, <laughs> like, not or fashionably fancy, something like that. Okay. Not too far from where I am right now. Mm-hmm. But like definitely something more stylish. Okay. Because <laughs> right now it's just like black. Okay. Um, the way I look at myself, and I think I've told you this, but there's been times where I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself, if I didn't know you, I would think you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean, I think of my style as a, a simple but effective. That's the way I... But supposedly, the, the, that personality test of how you look at your style is, is in a way of how you look at yourself. You know? And uh, I said simple and effective, but I, I, do, I am aware that it could be slightly douchey. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a scarf right now for no apparent reason. And I wear boots. and I like color. Um, and you said... What's at hand? 
Yeah, once I had them practical. Practical, you're more. That's where you're going. I yeah, I guess I don't tend to get rid of stuff that much. I'll wear stuff with holes on it and stuff. Like yeah. That. <laughs> mm. uh, you know what I've been I've been looking at uh, at some like YouTube tutorials and all that stuff of like how to put patches and how to color your clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. Because when I get holes on my clothes, I don't throw it away. I can't just put it in a separate drawer where it's like one of these days I'll just fix that and make it the way I want it to look. But I haven't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... Yeah. I was going to ask you something. Do you want some water or anything? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, what exactly is it that you try to uh, accomplish with your with your work? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it makes sense. Like, I just yeah. like to think before I answer. Okay, because I mean, uh, I have a lot of conversations with myself. I don't know if you do that. Not so much. There's, there's just this. Because what? I just don't. See, I started listening to more. Mm. There was a a, uh, a a thing that Chris Hardwick said once. Yeah. Where he said, I don't even think nerds have an inner monologue as more as they have an inner dialogue. And when he said that, I was like, ah, fuck, I think I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I had never, ever, ever considered it. Um, yeah, but like, I think... Uh, I called this thing Hijo de mi madre and all this stuff. Um, I, I kind of have that thing where I just kind of want to fuck things up. You know? I guess that's everyone in the beginning. Yeah. Cause but, I, I mean, I've had this for a long time now. Like, I can't grow out of it. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like you're old. No, no. But Maybe you'll still have it, but it's just going to be like a little... Like, it's going to be more attenuated. Mm-hmm. But, like, with me, it's it's a lot of, uh, when I hang out with people who are creative and, and they'll say things like, people are stupid. Your audience is stupid. Like, to me, it's like, the uh, you're, the audience is as smart as you make them. As, as, as smart as you force them to be. You know? Even yeah. if, they, if they don't fully get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to me, it's... I mean, because I don't get stuff either, so... And I don't think, well, I'm not thinking, I'm not saying I'm smart, but I'm definitely mm -hmm. not stupid. Yeah. Well, like, my way of thinking is, um, when a kid is in kindergarten, kindergarten, kindergarten. Yes, yes, yes. He's forced to learn certain colors and all this stuff, right? But then by the time he's in fifth grade, he's forced to learn another part of mathematics or of English and whatnot. And he may not get hundreds, he might just get 70s or 80s. But at least he understands more of the whole math spectrum than he did before. Yeah. Because you made him grow into that. Mm -hmm. You know, so to me, it's like if I'm telling a story or if I'm writing something like that, um, I want to think that I respect the people enough to think um, they'll at least get a 70 in this story. Yeah. You know, um, but that's what I mean by, by um, fuck well, things up. Okay. Whereas I don't want to do that. I don't want to go and say, oh, the, the the audience is stupid. Or I don't want to say something like that. And yeah, I, I, I don't like that either. It's, 
don't know. For me, it's just too cynical. Yeah. And see, I don't think it's a thing of like intelligence. I think it's just a thing of practicality. Well, it's, it's there. It's there. I'm already seeing it. I'm already hearing it. I'm already watching it. It's everywhere. So mm-hmm. let's just do it. Yeah. I think that's I the. I think it's more of that. I I think it's uh, that's partially why I don't like the idea of a scene, and then and it's because the people that I talk to that that want to do this or that are doing it think of the of the audience in that way and i just think to myself that's not the way i work that's not the way i think of things you know yeah. and and to me it's like i don't want to fall into that bubble of of artists like i i do i think artists in general live in their own bubble mm-hmm. in a way but to me it's um this is my bubble this is where i live this is where i create things i don't want to have to join your bubble and live by your, uh, yeah, by your uh, guidelines. Yeah, guidelines. guidelines. Yeah, yeah so that that's part. Okay. Because what I thought, well, a quote came up, and just paraphrasing, and then the, there's this musician, Name? and in this documentary, his name is Winston Marsalis, and on this documentary, he says. Uh, um, uh, to the point that art it's not how it comes to you it's how you come to it okay so saying as to you know like and then, then like he gives examples you know like Picasso's art is not gonna come to you you're gonna go to it but how that how you do that then that's the thing that matters like defines your relationship to it yeah or with it or whether you like it or not, or blah, blah, blah. So I, yeah, it's a thing with practicality for me. Because since it's there already, you know, so it's easier for it to be there mm-hmm. than for you to look for it and spend time and maybe money or, yeah. maybe, or whatever else you can spend. I wanted to ask effort. you, I wanted to ask you a question. And, um, do you think you'll like anything if you listen to it enough? Like, do you think uh, if there's a, a terrible pop song and you listen to it the first time, you're like, oh, that's horrible. That's But do you think if you listen to it enough, like if it just keeps happening that it comes out on the radio enough? I think you get accustomed to it. And mm-hmm. then maybe, or I don't know, it's because there's a lot of possibilities. Either you, you'll be like, oh, okay, well, it's there. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it's kind of catchy. Or... It could be like since the first time you listen to it, you're like, yes, this is good. And then you, keep, you just keep hearing and hearing it. And then by the 200th time, you're like, enough. I'm tired. Yeah. 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 Um, the, 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 the one problem that I have, I feel like we're talking all professional now. And then the last one, we were all <laughs> joking and talking about penis <laughs> sizes. sizes and all and that breaks. stuff. And Greeks with their small penis. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if, like, if the Greeks had the smallest penis in the world because that's the way they, they believed and uh, the whole natural selection thing came yeah. into play. But it's not. It's the um, other regions in the world. Um, okay. There's actually maps where, where, where you could see. Oh, I wanted people to, to not feel, to know that we <laughs> okay, yes. tell jokes. Um, 
What was I saying? See? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, scenes. Um, I just, you know what? I feel like if ever you watch something like American Idol or The Voice or things like that, I feel like it gives you a fake sense of security. Uh, well, to me, it's like with American Idol or The Voice, it's almost like it gives everyone that, that promise of being a pop star, that promise of being that. But by making a, a next season within a few months, people forget about that person already. You know, and they're just like, yeah. let's vote and let's make someone the star. Let's do that. And even though it's it's not exactly the same, I feel like a scene, it's almost like that where you get, you feel like you have a, a fake safety net where you're like, I'm in this circuit anyway. I'm going to be playing around all these people anyway. I have these people, you know, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want that security. Like, I don't, I, like, that's not something I crave. Well, no, but I mean, you need it too. Mm -hmm. But I mean, being comfortable with it or like staying in there is different. You know, that's, uh, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. But I think you need it. I mean, you need some, you know. Some stability. Like some peers, some. Even, even if you don't like them or even if you, you know, like. Mm -hmm. You need some, some, yeah, like, uh, like some peers to be there and like. You need someone to relate to. Because you need something to bounce off from, mm -hmm. you know, because like, okay, so they're doing this. Okay, maybe I'll do this or I'll do the same thing because mm -hmm. I'll do it better. Or I'll do the same thing because I'm so in love with them that I'll do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like a. Because when they talk about scenes, I mean, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's never the, the, it might be the same group of, you know, like, it might be a group of people, but it, it's all different. Mm -hmm. And it's just anywhere, whether it be music or art, you know, oh, the grunge scene, but then you listen to Nirvana and you listen to Pearl Jam and they're completely different bands. Mm -hmm. Or you see, I don't know, you see the least art and since we're talking about the lead <laughs> the previous that's a realist well it's not the pre it's gonna be the next episode but for us it's the previous episode <laughs> yeah the, the one we played before <laughs> yeah uh the least art and uh andre breton's art it's the same uh, well considered to be the same you know category but it's just different yeah but they're part of the same scene so i don't know i think you need pierce Yeah, I I I was watching this um this list or this this thing of like the best or worst whatever uh rock feuds ever. Yeah. And there's a lot of like kind of like when uh Dane Dane Cook was mad with that uh comedian who's like, "Oh, he stole my essence." And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like Madonna saying that Lady Gaga stole her essence. There's a lot of like um uh the, the guy from Megadeth Is it Megadeth? Yeah. How oh, he's pissed with uh, Metallica. Metallica. It's not, but I mean, because he used to work yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of musicians where it's just like, oh, they're copying my style. They're doing. And the one thing that I that kind of came to me, the one thing that I was just like, oh, um, there's not one rock feud where you think to yourself, man, they look fucking tough. You know? Like, they all, like it's always like, oh, what a little bitch. Like, to me, <laughs> like, that's the way I thought it. Like, you know? And it, and it reminded me of that Bo Burnham song where he's saying that art is dead, art is dead, and and that entertainers want to seem complicated, but really it's just like little kids looking for attention, looking yeah. for attention. 
so uh, anytime there's like a rock feud or, or even like a rap feud or or um, a comedian fighting or whatever, yeah. every time I, I just think it and, and I look at it and I'm thinking to myself, man, they're, that's very bitchy. <laughs> like no one looks tough, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the whole uh, Axl Rose asking um, Kurt Cobain to open for them. And then Kurt Cobain saying no, and then after that, Axl Rose being all butthurt and, and, and trashing him in the Shit, interviews. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? I didn't know that part. Yeah, and then like, and then him talking shit about Courtney Love, and and then uh, um, Kurt Cobain talking shit also. But it's all it's all very bitchy, you yeah. know. It's kind of like when uh, uh, Vince Neil he got in a fight with uh, with Axl Rose, and then uh, I think Vince said. All right, fuck it. Well, let's do this. Let's make it a fight, and we could do a pay per view, so that it's legal and people could could get all this stuff. And the next world was like, um, oh, I don't believe in my lens and all this bullshit and whatever. Yeah. You know, but it's always like, oh, this guy's sty- copying my style, or oh, yeah. this guy's copying my, my thing. Anyway, but yeah, I I I can't think of any art feud where I thought. Man, See, you, you know what I think? Well, sometimes, because I've, I've been asked, like, well, when friends of ours do, like, when uh, Frog does his interviews <laughs> for, like, school projects. Yeah. And, and when one of his projects, he interviewed me as part of the band. I mean, Super Flats? Yeah, and then percent <laughs> And then he, one of the questions was... Or it had to do, or maybe it was just me. The thing is, he was asking me, well, like I said, I don't know if he was asking me this directly, but the answer I gave him had to do with, like, what bands we... Listen to? No, not Play listen with? to. We, com- like, compare locally what bands were sort of a part of the scene with. Mm-hmm. And so when I gave him names... <laughs> the first thought that came to my mind is like I don't even know if these guys want to be like related yeah, in some like, sort of way to us and like should I even be saying this what bands and, did you like if, if I were to ask well, me I would it's, say it's because I just said them because it, it's it's covering like the same basic genre same basic genre so yeah, think... yeah like Contra Golpe or or um Radio La Chusma or, um, or I was thinking that band we saw at um, Sunset or uh, Frontera Bugalú or uh, Rival Flavin too. yeah that, see that's the one I would or Rival Flavin or uh, but see it, it's cause it, like if you see Contra Golpe and you see us it's completely different yeah. you know it's like the same genres in, in some songs but it's just a completely different interpretation of it yeah and the same goes for the, any of the other bands and sometimes I think, do they even want to, should I even say this? Are they going to be, well, it's not like they're going to hear it, but like if they ever heard it, they're going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. No, hell no. We're not like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's how feuds start and then no one looks manly. Uh, but like, <clears throat> like I think about that uh, when Ted Nugent, uh, where Van Halen was new, that story, mm-hmm. that old rock story where, Tenujin kept saying, "Oh, it's just his um, his setup. I can't remember the word for it." Yeah, and the, and f- yeah, for the guitar. And yeah, the, like the stacks, his amps. And yeah, it's that. just his amps, his 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 uh, pedals. It's it's that's the sound. Yeah. And that supposedly, 
on one of the shows, like he he saw this thing and he he played using Eddie Van Halen's gear, and that it sounded like Ted Nugent, you know, like instead of it sounding like someone else, it was him. It was his voice coming through. Yeah, yeah. Go, you know, just by. Well, because those things are add-ons. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, like I I really do think there's a thing with touch and all that the touch you have in there mm. where you can cop a style but it's still gonna have some it's gonna be your voice well yeah cause it's gonna be like a film it might be more of their voice with a little bit of yours but mm-hmm. then there's still that little bit that shows cause it's a that's it's a lot like to do a with filter what thing yeah yeah I think it has a lot to do with what you watch and what you I guess yeah what you listen to what, what, what you live through because um what I've been noticing when I look at my work and the stuff that I keep doing, that I keep adding, um, keep making, I've noticed that, especially with punchlines or things like that, or setups even, my characters are getting drier and drier in every in everything, you know? Where I think at first it was more like I didn't know how to bring people down. Yeah. And, and especially because when you get started I think there's a lot of uh, you use theater actors and theater actors have to be big have to go have to go huge and whatever but when you put it on film like uh, that gets exaggerated yeah so it wasn't until later that I was able to go like oh you gotta tone it down you gotta tone it down and I think if you if you watch something like Shelled as opposed to Don't Go to Denver um, Jennifer is a lot calmer than Leslie, you know, and if you were to watch what I did with Cocoon lately, I think the way we interact, it's a lot more dry. It's it's a lot more the way we talk right now. Yeah. But I do, I think that has a lot to do with what I watch, with what I get into, where it's like, um, I look into British comics, I look into certain sitcoms that are a little bit more dry, where it's like, you have to listen to what they're actually saying. Because the joke might not be the last word; it might be somewhere in the between. Yeah, and and I do I do notice that as I keep making more things, it's a lot more dry. It's a lot more, you know. But it's it is drier. But so I don't know for some quips. reason. Well, a lot of things came to mind. Mm-hmm. First of all, was like well, I think for Denver, it was comic book. Yeah, but no, no. But I think uh, <laughs> I think it. Well, I liked it. That's the one I like the most of your <laughs> uh, shorts. Yeah. But I think it worked. Get, well, I think it's supposed to be sort of like that, right? Yeah. Because it's well, while well, you're worked. doing the film noir thing, mm-hmm. which is already sort of maybe not enough. See, because it could be a parody. Because that's that's different than a satire. Yeah. So it's sort of. Not in a funny way, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the, having that, all that drama Dramatic. and stuff. Yeah. So I think it works for that. And then for the shell part, it's more... I think that the, that drier stuff works better because it's more of a... I don't know, it's just part of the... the, the like, it, it works. It just works. I don't know. Yeah. It just works. And, and like, even the, the way the color correction is. But, like... I think, uh, like when I listen to Super Flats 
or when I when I heard the the EP or whatever. Yeah. It's usually really obvious for me when it's you that wrote it. There's certain breaks that kind of I'm like, "Oh, he he did this." You know? And um like for example, I I know in like in Mi Ciudad, like there's this little like a little break. Yeah. I don't know how to call it, but it's it's almost like uh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then in that other song, uh, I think you guys used to open with it. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yes. But in there, there's also like a like yeah, like a little break or something like that. And to me, that's the that that amongst other things. Uh, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, this is a because even in La Chapuza. There was a song where it would do something very similar to that, you know? But I do think, because I remember when we first met, you would listen to a lot of Guy Fines and, and, well, not Phobia, because you weren't that cool. Uh, I listened to them, but I just wasn't my favorite band. Mm -hmm. But I, yes. And Mana and all that stuff. Um, but I do remember at one point you were, we showed up and, and you were listening to like cumbias and, and all of a sudden you started listening to, I want to say Fito Olivares, but I could be completely no, wrong. But yeah. Well, whatever. No, but so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. that kind of stuff. And I think it was it was at that point when you started listening to that kind of stuff where it was a different different uh, thing where, where your songwriting was a little... Well, I'm just really, since I play drums, I'm just really percussive. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too, because I've been told on other things I've done, like hey, this is really, like, rhythmic. Yeah. Rhythmic oriented. So I guess that's part of it, but I mean, yeah. Oh, I don't. Know. And the other thing I came up right now, I'm talking about like the, theater actors and then the jokes inside of jokes or jokes in the middle instead of in the end. Mm -hmm. It. Is it me or am I wrong or is it is it or was I right on on Django when when the Colombia thing comes out is it the old school one like you know what the the lady holding like the torch thing and then oh Columbia, yeah yeah it's the old the yeah, old yeah. one right he's been doing that where he puts See, in the and then I, I saw that and it was like because I was watching it with my mom mm -hmm. you watched Django with your mom yeah okay it's not. There's, oh, there's not enough. No, rest. it's not sexual. No. But it's it was like lost in her, you know what I mean? And it's not like oh, I found this big. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's just so obvious. Yeah. No, it, it was just like nothing. I I just like chuckled or something, yeah. and then she, there was no reaction from her. Well, uh, he's been doing that I think since Kill Bill. Or maybe oh, well, because so I've never seen Kill Bill from beginning to end. Oh, okay. One sitting. <laughs> The both of them or just one? I'm not a big movie person. Um, I think I've seen both. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, like in not, or maybe I have seen the first one from beginning to end. Maybe I just didn't catch up part. I don't know. Um, there was something that Jack White said, which he says that he was that his main concern, what he's always worried about, is feeling satisfied. You know, and. I've hung out with enough people that say, um, if I could just um, do like the kind of stuff that uh, 
like um, training videos. You know, like when you go to to apply somewhere, yeah. and then they play that crappy video, <laughs> and then they were like, "If I could just do that, um, I know that I'll be getting that everywhere, and that I'll make enough cash." You know, like I hear that a lot. <clears throat> really? Well, believe it or not, yeah. What? Um, yeah, and I, and like I heard some friends would be like, "If I could just you know become an editor, I'm good." You know. Um, or if, you know, if I could just, you know, if, even if I could just do this in the weekends, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've heard it also with musicians where they're like, if I could just play at a cafe, I'm good with that. And to me, that's another reason why I'm not a big fan of a scene. Because I am just worried about that. Where I could just be like, if I could just be making movies with my friends all the time, I'm good. You know, I'm 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 worried about that, about feeling satisfied, mm-hmm. where I don't want to have that, because I, I I think that people tend to work for what they want. You know, like if you listen to interviews by Bon Jovi, and then he says, "I want to play the desert and sell it out," but not just once, like multiple times, or like that interview with Metallica where they say, "I I like that part where 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 where." Uh, there's so many people that by the end it's it's just blurry, yeah. And that people are clapping out of time because the sound gets oh, to them, yeah. you know. And I think those bands, that's what they want, so that's what they work for, you know. So I think if someone says, "I just want to be with my friends," that's all I want. Then that's what they work for, and that's what they aim for, you know. I, I feel like if I were to say my goal is just to. Um, to make one major flick or that's it. I feel like that's my end point and therefore I will take as long as I need to get there or, or well, not that that's a horrible example. Uh, <laughs> but like when you hear people say, I gave myself a cutoff point to make it before 30 and then they go and I made it at 29. I feel because you gave yourself that opportunity to make it from here to here. Yeah. And, and you just took the road to where... That's how long it would take you. Does that, you know? And I'm not really com- completely. But as opposed to someone like um, Eddie Izzard or other people who are like, I just, I want this and I want this now. It doesn't matter, you know? And that's that's what they're aiming for. Or Eddie Izzard was like, um, I burned all my bridges because I don't want to have any B plan. I don't want to have anything like that. So to me, my way of thinking is you work for what you're trying to accomplish. If you're trying to accomplish a stadium, then that's what you work for, and you bust your ass for that. But if you're if you if you want to accomplish a cafe every weekend, that's what you work for until you get for it, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of the way I think of it. So that's another reason why I I'm not a big fan of scenes because I don't want to feel comfortable. Um, I remember uh, working at the uh, furniture store, and someone asked me. Do you enjoy it? Do you like working at the furniture store? And I said, no. And I said, but that's what a job is supposed to be. You're supposed to work and not like it so that it makes you want to better yourself. <laughs> and that was my way of thinking. I don't... Um, I remember my brother worked at Walmart for a while. And uh, I asked him, why didn't you ever become manager? Why Because he worked for years. And he goes, when you... How much? Four years. Oh, my God. So what? Electronics and paint. And he would just go from place to place. Oh. But he said, <clears throat> when you work at a place like Walmart, 
and they give the managering the managering man, manager managerial managerial thank you uh jobs or places to people who they know won't leave leave you know when they look at you and they're like oh this guy's studying or oh um that's you know yeah. if they, they won't do that but if they see if they see you with kids or you just don't have anything better than that yeah. they're not gonna try to make you go further you know and um somehow i was gonna tie that with scenes but i can't exactly remember how i was gonna do it well i guess the whole don't want to leave thing but yeah well that's the thing well everyone says it right mm -hmm. like, like you're a big fish in a small pond mm -hmm. but then you don't want to leave that because if you leave you're gonna be the, the, the smallest fish in the biggest pond and you're gonna be Oh, see, that's, that's like one of the fears. Well, at least <laughs> it, it, it is a fear. Mm -hmm. For like, for example, for me, like moving to to a school, it's not to say that I'm a big fish right now in a small pond. But I feel that it, as far as, you know, like people here, I, it, it, I, I can see to where I can be Like you know, I I can see the that end point. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying I'm close, but I'm not I'm not that far either. Yeah. I can see an end point where I could be here and I could be like, okay, oh, I reached it. Yeah. It might not be in a year or two. It might take me longer or whatever. But but I can see it. So yeah. I'm close enough to where I can see it. And, and this is an end point of uh. uh no, that's as far as like, in and myself as a drummer okay i guess yeah and so thinking about leaving to another school it's more of a thing of like oh man i'm gonna get my butt kicked i'm gonna be humiliated i'm just gonna be nothing mm -hmm. you know and then it feels imposing yeah. but uh but yeah but at the same time i don't want to like, even within the same band you know i don't because now i know what they're See, and this is the worst part, knowing what what the what the thing is capable of. And right now, I feel comfortable. See, I, it feels good. I feel comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. It's, but I mean, I the worst part is seeing where it could be, and then where it where is, it is mm -hmm. which is not a bad place, but it's not where it could be. Yeah, and it's not great either. I mean, it's just acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like a, well the, the thing that pushes me too that that I could, you know, like find like new people to play with because I know that there's something else in there or that I could learn something on there's just going to be something else in there. Yeah. I hear this a lot and um Where it's either with with the fellow filmmakers or fellow um, whatever people that are yeah, in the arts, yeah. uh, and then they they'll be like, "Man, if I were to just move to this city, I could do this." Or they'll be like, "Man, if I could just get this equipment, I could do this." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there was something that I saw in a documentary where they were talking about how you're led to believe that potheads are lazy people. 
And they're like, but what about the Stones? Like they were, they smoked weed and they made all these albums. What about Cheech and Chong? You know, they wrote, directed, and starred yeah. in these films. And then they interviewed Chi, uh, Chong, and he says something like, "No, I mean, if you want to work for something, you're gonna work for it. If you're a lazy person, it doesn't matter if you smoke. It doesn't matter what you do. You're gonna be lazy regardless." So to me, it's like when people fantasize that where it's like the second i get here i'll be able to do this the second i do this i'll be able to get to me it's just like unless you're already working on it right now when you go to that city they keep fantasizing you're not going to do anything different you know yeah and and so i i i do see a lot of people who aren't doing anything who are just stationary yeah. sad whatever yeah yeah they're stationary yes and uh yeah and uh and but they say, man, if only I had this camera, or man, if only I lived in. I mean, one of the cities that gets tossed around a lot is Austin, or oh, yeah. or Los, or L.A. Uh, well, not L.A. as much as Austin, but that's mm-hmm. one of the cities. And they just say, man, I just I, the second I go there, I know it. And it's like, no, yeah, you're but, not gonna do I shit. Mean, yeah, and then like, aren't they thinking of the billions of other people that are thinking the same way? Yeah. Yeah. But see, well, at the same time, that kind of makes me feel guilty, but at the same time, that's why I keep doing it, even if it's frustrating or if it's like a fucking letdown or a bummer sometimes. And it has its highs too. What? Right now, like to do whatever you're doing, for example. Oh, yeah. With music and in the band and just music in general and and myself. Yeah. It's like, because sometimes it's like, fuck, man the fuck yeah yeah and then it's like what the fuck am I doing here uh, what if I go somewhere else maybe I'll be better and then uh, well it's kind of the same thing but then at the same time I keep doing it because I'm like well if I stop doing it here what's gonna make me better if I stop doing it and just move somewhere else and then I'll just be worse because I haven't done it yeah or or just like do with what you with uh, what you have, you know, like just. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, when I was in uh, in school, and this was actually something about something else. But a teacher told us, if you wait for the perfect moment to have a kid, there was a like a home ed school class, yeah. and she goes, if you wait for the perfect moment to have a kid, if you get married and you wait on the perfect moment, perfect money, perfect house, perfect car, whatever, she says you'll never have a kid. You know, so to me, that spoke to me in a different way where I, I thought of myself, if I wait on the perfect circumstances to make this, to make that, to yeah. create something, I'm never going to create anything. And and that's something that, even though it was supposed to be about having children or whatever, you know what? that spoke to me in a different... Metaphorically. Yeah. A different way. Yeah, yeah, I get it, because... Um... I don't know, see, cause, uh, the, the thing with the, with the scene thing, it's just, let's build up the scene, let's, you know, show support, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I told you this time, I told you this time, I told you this story before, where, okay, so, <laughs> we do shows and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes people show up and uh, we know we know them because they're friends or yeah. they're friends of friends. Friends of friends. And, uh, you know, like close enough to where you can like, okay, I recognize you or I know you or I kind of know you or blah, blah, blah. 
but then where, where I really saw it, and I and I I I told the I was with the, the one of the guys in the band. We we got invited to this show at uh, Turkey Falls, which is a venue here, like a moderate size, you know, medium size uh, concert mm-hmm. venue, legit venue. Yeah. And then, uh, Why are you scratching your hands a lot? I don't know. I'm just. I guess it's just part of right now. I'm just okay. Uh, and then. Um, There's, like, no people in there, you know? Yeah. It, it's a big enough place to where you can, if there's no one in there, you'll be like, oh, you notice it sucks. Yeah. No, you, you won't just notice it. You'll be like, fuck. <laughs> you'll <laughs> like right feel there. it. Yeah, exactly. If you play right there and there's no one, you know where you stand. You know? Yeah. That place will let you know, like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so there was that that day the the charge the charge was five bucks to get in. Mm-hmm. It was like three bands, I think. It was headlining, including us, uh, some other band. And uh, I mean, we played good. We were happy enough to be like, "Hey, we're playing here. We never thought we'd play here." And we were happy enough. We played good. I think we played good. But I mean, as soon as the first thing that came to my mind is like, well, as long as it's free, people are going to show up. But if we need money. Yeah, once, once, yeah, exactly. Once you ask for money, they're like, fuck no. Or maybe they're not like, fuck no, but they're definitely like, nope. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely disheartening. Yeah. And I mean, I've done it too. Where you don't go because they're charging. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes you're broke. Yeah, exactly. Which is part of it, too. I mean, if you're talking about this scene, mm-hmm. it's mostly people that, you know, have work day to day and have paid responsibilities, rent or gas, or maybe they don't have kids or anything, but they're like, fuck it. And instead of going here, I'm just going to buy some beers. and Yeah. Yeah. So, But at the same time, it's like, you yeah, want to be good enough to where people go. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, well, fuck it. I think it's a lot of like... Like when... Like sometimes you go and you see a band and you pay for them. And then you're just like, man, this band, ill. Yeah, and, that too. And then you're like, I know I'm good. I know I'm better than this. These guys. Mm-hmm. I... I should be able to pull that many people at least, you know? Like where it's just like, I should be able to get that yeah yeah um like i remember and this isn't really concerning the scenes thing necessarily but i I think it somewhat with what you're saying one of the things that i really um frustrated me about the common truth and this isn't against darren um in all honesty if people are wondering there's no hard feelings between me and there, and we still text, we still talk, we just went separate ways. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that got to me, and it still gets to me, um, is that we would be like, okay, it's me and it's you, and then we would bring someone, someone to the show, and then 
we would discuss something and then we would be like, okay, now what's, what are your thoughts in, on this? So to me, that was great because um, I would post it on my Facebook. Aaron would post it on his Facebook. We would post it on both our Facebook. And we, we felt, and then that person that we invite, they'll post it too. And we, you know, we get more people to find out. Where I got genuinely upset and genuinely frustrated was that out of all the people that we invited, like, which was like 10 people, I want to say like three people shared it. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, we're bringing you on our show, you know? And it's like, I mean, is it like you're not, uh, like, are you ashamed to be seen with us? Is is there anything like that? Are you just, um, like... Like, we work hard on this, you know, for you not to to tell your friends about it, you know? And, and, and that was another thing, which I remember we were talking once about how, like, politics are so disheartening and politics are so annoying and frustrating sometimes. But, you know, there's times where I would write and then invite people over and be like, I think you would play this role pretty good. Do you mind playing it? And I'd be like, yeah, definitely. And they would do it, and then we would act it, and then we'd do everything. And it was just like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. And then uh, we would start talking, and they're like... And then somehow, one way or another, they would go like, oh, um, I, I can't share this. And, and you're like, well, why not? And they're like, well, because I have family. And I don't want them to see me cussing or... or... See, that's a thing with me right now, too. I feel guilty right now, as you're saying, because uh-huh. I've shared it like... Twice, maybe, okay. the, the, the podcast. Because mm-hmm. there's this thing, too, where I'm like, well... well, well, well. Okay. And I, and I think about it like that, too. Because uh, you just know there's going to be that one person. Like, <laughs> oh, did you hear blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 And I'm like, ah, fuck. Do I really want that? <laughs> right. But, uh, but... Yeah, well, maybe they don't care. Maybe they, maybe they just don't well, give a shit. But I mean, uh, yeah. But okay, continue. Sorry, all right, sorry. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that was part where I would just kind of get upset. Relatively somewhat uh, frustrated, somewhat. Not angry per se, but... Because my way of thinking was, this is what you are pursuing. If this is what you're pursuing, um, then why aren't you showing it you know like if you're not proud of this and why are you a part of it yeah you know so i mean that's that because because then if if they don't even bother sharing it if they don't even bother showing it to people or whatever i think part of you thinks well maybe they're just ashamed of it you know maybe they're they're just like oh i did this as a favor mm-hmm. and then you feel like a whore you know <laughs> you know um so i mean there was there was parts of me where uh where that was one of my main frustrations with the common truth, where I was just like, we're releasing the main episode, deleted scenes, behind the scenes, and this other part, which is like the um, stuff that we talk in the couch or whatever. Um, and the ones sharing it, it's just me and Aaron. It's me and Aaron, and we're sharing the uh, on the on the common truth Facebook. Uh, but then I was like, so then why are we bringing people along? Why are we inviting people if they're not even bothering with it, you know? Um, but the way I was, uh, what I was talking about was the whole, uh, politics thing is that you want to avoid it. You don't want to think about it, about politics. You don't want to be like, but part of you does kind of go like, 
okay, this person is sharing it. This person, obviously, if he's sharing it, it means that he wants to keep doing this. He wants to keep making this. To him, it's not a favor that he's making, doing for you. To, to him or her, whatever. It's not like they're just um, tagging along with the ride. It's that they're taking it serious. So I know to call them next time, you know? And sometimes it is that where it's just like, this person didn't share it. This person doesn't, it's, maybe he's not seeking it or doing it like that as well. So, so then you're like, so why, why, why bother, you know? You know, like I, like I, I've seen Mingo share the grungy mix. Like I know he does it, and I, and I've talked to people, and they're like, "Oh, Mingo showed me this," you know. So then it's like, okay, so then he's proud of that. He's proud to be to have been part of it. You know, I've bumped into people where, uh, uh, like at at Hope and Anchor, or whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, Phil showed me that short film you guys made. Phil did this." So then it's like, and then on top of that, Phil would be like. Is there something else that you're working on? You need help on anything, you know? So then it's like, oh, okay, so he wants to keep doing this. He wants to pursue it. So it's like, so, yeah, we'll call him. But someone else, and they didn't, or they just didn't share it, or they just didn't do anything. Well, my mind is like, well, maybe for them it was just a one-time thing. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's part of it. I think, to me, that's the equivalent of he's saying... Well, he doesn't even show up to practice, you know? Mm-hmm. That, to me, is that. Or, or it, to me, it's this whole thing of when you say, oh, they look at the audience and notice that it's just, like, five people, and they're just like, man, well, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. That's what it tells me. That's where I look at it. That's my way of looking at it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> See, I don't show it just out of shyness. Not, not shame. Well, I mean, I've seen I'm... you share it, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, because like even with my own stuff, mm-hmm. I remember one time when we were playing, my, my mom told me, because we were talking about this, like about me playing, about, and and then uh, she tells me, oh yeah, well, I don't even ask you because I'm assuming you don't want us to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, so I'm like, and barely, 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 barely right now, I'm starting to like, actually want them to see it see, hear it see stuff and hear stuff so that they know i'm not you know just like bullshitting around mm. they know that i'm actually doing something have they heard the ep oh yeah they've heard it and uh did they hear la chapuza's ep yeah i remember when i showed it to him i was talking to him about it and i'm like did you show it to your parents He's like, eh, I don't, I don't know if I should, cause they're gonna be like, hey, or, well. yeah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> and no, I showed it to my mom, and that was it. They're like, I was, I, I'm not it. When they listen to it, I'm not there, cause yeah. I don't want to be there. <laughs> I remember when I showed uh, childhood dreams. We showed it here in my in my house for for Christmas. Yeah. The second it was over, I ran and turned off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, but. Right, even you know. if it's good stuff, right? Because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, look at David, what yeah. he made. Or even if it's bad, because you're like, oh, man, what are they going to say? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. No, it, de- it definitely doesn't. <laughs> but um, they <sighs> seem to have in, uh, enjoyed it. They, they were like, oh, yeah, this is. They wanted to watch it again or whatever. 
Um, where were we? Um, fuck. I get these things where I just completely yeah, yeah, yeah. blank. Well, I don't know. I was saying about how how I don't. Oh, um, shyness, not shame. Um, but I I often I just kind of think that like, and you kind of said it, but um, I think when it comes to parents, or family. I think part of them wants to just they just want reassurance that you're not just fucking around. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could show them something that's horrendous horrendous or terrible or whatever but they'll they'll be like well i mean at least you're but you know have you ever have you ever considered accounting right have you ever considered accounting i mean i'm just doing it out there you know like they might say it like that but but um yeah like to me it's just uh, and I mean, I'm not really necessarily talking about scenes right now anymore, but it's, it's more on, uh, yeah, we kind of drifted. We'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's, it's just a lot of like, it's just a way of thinking of this is kind of like cybery place we live now. We post this on iTunes. We, um, we, I post films on Vimeo. I post things on YouTube and all this stuff. And to me, it's like, there's so many venues. There's uh, Tumblr, Blogspot, a blogger now, um, WordPress, uh, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook, Twitter. And to me, it's like, if you can do it here or whatever, because you might have family, He's like, why aren't you on Twitter? To me, like, why aren't you on on Instagram or something? Well, I mean, Instagram sucks balls, but to me, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> there's so many other venues, you know. And to me, it's like if you're trying to get your work out, um, why why limit yourself to that? Why why are you just going so narrow minded? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's my way of thinking. That's my way of thinking of like, well, fuck if if uh, SoundCloud is free, why why don't you have it? You know. If you, like I remember seeing um, when the DA uh, released their EP, the uh, thank God for plastic, and they aluminum. had aluminum, aluminum. Thank God for aluminum. <laughs> um, you know, like they had their stuff on Bandcamp or whatever, and then yeah. they also had it like I don't know if they had it on SoundCloud or whatever, but they also had it on YouTube. If you go into YouTube, you put the DA, thank God for aluminum. Um, their songs come out, and it's just the cover of the of the album. Yeah. But it's so that you could listen to it there, too. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it was like, yeah, because if, if a person that is not aware of SoundCloud, or for some odd reason, doesn't listen to or look into Facebook, they could find it here. So, to me, it was just like, why cut those options off? It's, it's this weird thing where I'm just like... There's that it's that old saying of um, beggars can be choosers, and to me it's like we're all beggars right now. So why the fuck are you being so picky about stupid things that don't even matter? But that that's my way of thinking. You know, it's yeah. it's my um, slight anger in me where it's just like why 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 can't you just you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and but I, again, that's just maybe that it, that is just me or I don't know. 
Jake, this is part of, well, okay, I have two points to make to this. Mm-hmm. One to tie it back to the scene mm-hmm. thing, but the first one I'm going to make is a, like the thing of showing it to relatives or, you know. I don't know, maybe it's, well, for me at least, it's like sort of a, having to do the whole explanation of, of yourself, because mm-hmm. you're, you know, like you're sort of like showing how you're becoming your own self, kind of like your my own name. individual. <laughs> Well, yeah, yes, it could be. Mm. Yeah, and it is. And you see, well, there's a... There's a... What is it? Uh, A a, a point to be made that she's doing it publicly, you know? Like, she's not afraid to... (laughs) That's a point to be... Well, for me, at least, if I could take something away from her. Miley? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Miley. Just yeah, just keep saying it. Miley. To reassure it. Uh, that it may be horrible or whatever, but she's, you know, like. She's creating. No, not not that she's creating. The the fact that she's becoming, you know, like her own person. Yeah. and And that's why you don't. The, I guess that's the part I wouldn't want to contend with like actually because if I show this and then they're going to be like oh uh, he he says bad words or he doesn't like this or he you know you're you're uh, like destroying their image of you mm-hmm. but I mean because they're you know they just know you as this one dimensional person yeah and because in all reality, what conversations do you get this intimate? Yeah, because I mean, well, I guess yeah, with parents like that. But even like that, even when I talk like sort of like this with my parents, it's weird because I'll say something and then I I I know, and I'm already expecting that part of, oh well, you're young and I yeah. and. You still haven't seen this, or you still have to live through that, or blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I know that there are some differences, and I know we're not ever gonna agree on certain things. Yeah, I think like and I think that's well for me. That's part of the showing them certain things where I'm like ah. I don't want to go through this whole thing of like yeah. having to explain all this stuff. I think I think with me it was like um, um, when I was in a, in high school there was a lot of uh, you know being sent to the counselors because of the time <laughs> and uh, asking if I had problems and they were asking me if I had been sexually harassed <laughs> But then, like other oh. other stuff, you know, I, I remember painting myself in a as Satan once, uh, where I was handing yeah, yeah. an apples, uh, <laughs> covering myself. Like not not painting your person, you did a painting of yourself. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you said painting myself. Well, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I did it. Like you were putting face paint. Yeah, 
having an actual painting of myself yes. as a with like white eyes uh, co- uh surrounded with with a snake and offering uh an apple and um other you know stupid things like that uh just getting into surreal art and doing all this stuff and yeah and uh i uh people assuming that i was smoking weed or doing drugs or whatever <laughs> oh uh, it's fun right but especially if you're not doing it yeah if you're not doing anything then you're That's just like so much fuck but well, then maybe i should <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh they already think i do anyway <laughs> no but um oh. it was a lot of that kind of stuff and the thing was that my brother 10 years older than me even he might have done a couple of things like that but not not to that extent or whatever yeah but I remember my brother sitting me down talking to him and him saying, if you're going to pursue this seriously, you're going to have to know how to defend your work. You're going to have to know how to do that. And so to me, it's always been that way where it's just like, if I have to post this, if I have to put this up and then someone sees it, uh, to me, it's just like, well, I can defend it. I can, you know, and I don't necessarily mind doing it. Yeah. Um, but then for a long time, my way of defending it was saying, oh, well, you know, my artwork speaks for itself, <laughs> which sounds a little pretentious, yeah. but it's faster and it's quicker to, to explain it. Um, yeah, so to me, uh, kind of like when Kakun posted that picture, that drawing of himself where he uh-huh. shot himself mm-hmm. and his family had a problem with it. And we then should, I guess make the explanation is it should we no no of what are you sure of his condition oh well um well i mean i i could understand why his family would be upset about it well that's just for so people can understand he had a an episode last year an episode of uh, schizophrenia yeah so so yeah i mean his family would be worried if he exactly he was having certain images and thoughts and so for his family to see a picture of him shooting himself. It's a, it could be a yes, pointing sign. disturbing. Um, but then Kakun <laughs> standing his ground and being like, it's just a drawing and not one inning. Oh, by the way, he's okay. Oh yeah, he's good. He's, he's good. He's, a, he's, he's good. Um, yeah, but then Kakun standing his ground and being like, no, this is just a drawing. Doesn't mean anything, and I'm gonna keep it as my profile picture, no less. <laughs> you know. Well, see, okay. The the point that's different to me it's that that it does mean something. Like I told you when we talked about this. Okay, the fact that your parents made you, or didn't make you, but they got your drawing and burned it or whatever. They had a problem with it. it. Yeah. Yes, and. The, the same thing with Kakun's thing. Yeah. And I told you this is the same time that the thing is that it has to mean something because it's coming from inside you. And the thing, the fact that they're destroying the outside, mm-hmm. uh, the tangible thing, that means nothing because that's inside you. That's not in the picture. That's... That's part of you. Yeah, that's part of you. So that's... The, the only part I don't agree with is that it doesn't mean anything. Oh, it may not mean that he's going to shoot himself. But it definitely means something. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Well, with me, with the, the whole drawing myself as the devil. Um, 
it was you know the 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 bird the starting stages of the whole HTML mentality. It was like we're just here to fuck things up. <laughs> just, just here to rattle some cages, you know. I mean, at that point of what I was doing was a lot of like, let's oh, try to sorry. make people upset, you know. That's what I was doing at that point. I was like, let's try to make people upset, and I was like, oh, that's fast and it's easy, you know. And that's kind of what it was. <laughs> I haven't. See, I, I don't think I've made a, like, a, a joke, a, a thing like that to where the point where, where my parents are like, hey, what the, mm -hmm. well, not with my music, I think, because mm -hmm. I mean, I remember one that, well, because I was younger and I was, you know, like, when you're barely getting into all this stuff mm. and I had a guitar. And then I, I drew like a little eye on it, like open, the eye I was looking for. And then I put the word despierta just next to it or below it or something. And my mom saw it and she's like, what is it? I go, it just says this. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, sort of like, like being like, oh, that, like that's cute. But at the same time, like, I guess he's, <laughs> like, having, developing a personality. Oh, okay. But I, but I could definitely sense that, like, oh, that's cute. That's, he thinks, blah, blah, blah. He, he thinks. thinks rebellious. He thinks. Yeah, rebellious. yeah, yeah. I want to build something. That's what I want to do. But like, I would love to be, to have a, a sh like a show or something where it's like a group of people and we get to write all together. Um, kind of like, like sitcoms, so there's like six writers or whatever. But I would love it if it was like, if everything had to be typed and you can't put your name on it. That way it's just based on what's the best there is, you know? But that's very, Like you want, what's the term? Like it's too, too, too idealistic. Idealistic. Thank you. You know, and um, yeah, because I mean, it, uh, it's kind of like. I remember when we heard that song, um, that Paulina Rubio song, where Slash plays guitar. Oh, that was so strange. Yeah, but the second you heard Slash's guitar, you were like, "Is that Slash?" And and it's just his guitar. It's not his his vocal yeah. voice, but it's his voice, you know. And I think if I were to like, if you watch at midnight that uh, Chris Hardwick show, mm -hmm. um, at the end they say we're gonna it's like a little thing, and then they have to write a joke each, but we won't put the name. It's just based on how the audience reacts. Reacts. And many many times when you when he reads both of the jokes you know who wrote what just based on you knowing their style you knowing yeah. the way they answered throughout the whole test you know you're like oh that was him that was her who wrote it that was you know so i i think that part of that is the whole idealistic part where if you and i had to sit down and write down 
um, like a joke on something or not even a joke or just like a scenario or whatever uh, just based on the way we talk or just based on the way we we do certain things I think if people know as well enough they would know who did what yeah you know so I don't know I guess my sort of my final thoughts are like fuck 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 scenes <laughs> you know like for real fuck scenes mm-hmm. I don't yeah, it just sounds selfish, but fuck scenes. Concentrate on what you want to put out, not on what the scene yeah. needs you to put out or wants you to put out or, or just, what the scene is looking like. So the scene is looking like this, I'll do this. Or, mm-hmm. You know, like, fuck the scene. I just feel like the city or people in the city, they have other things to worry about. You know, so it means, like, worry about what you're gonna do yep you know like, <clears throat> that, that's the way I think of it which is very 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 similar to the way you think of it too maybe that's why we're making a podcast <laughs> you know um but yeah going back to that I really do think it has a lot to do with what you're working towards you know like if I, I talk about phobia a lot because I listen to them a lot and I watch interviews by them a lot and Paco says that all he wanted to do was be like a small band playing in small venues and that's all he ever wanted and Leonardo says that all he ever, that what he wanted was the band to play stadiums and he wanted a big band he wanted to have like you know like it, it sounds like he wanted to be more successful than Caifanes and Mana and all this stuff you know Yeah. but I kind of feel like if he had these ambitions and this guy had these ambitions, at one point they're going to clash. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like, well, this is not where I want to take it. And this guy's going to be like, well, this is where I want to take it. You know? And to me, it's like, um, whatever the scene, you can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes, where the scene is heading might not be where you are heading or where you feel like you need to be. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, um... yeah, and I don't, I, I just don't see the point of limiting myself you know like again it's like um some people might frown frown upon releasing posting some of your stuff on youtube or or uh if you're a youtuber they'll be like why are you doing stuff on vimeo or whatever because that's that's in itself is a scene in a way you know the whole youtube scene the whole vimeo scene because vimeo is supposed to be the more artsy fartsy the people who went to film school and whatever YouTube is almost like, oh, this is for the middle schoolers or whatever. You know, it's it's very childlike. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and I and I'm pretty sure. Um, what's that? Rip, uh, Rip, 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 Rip Nation. Uh, Reverb. Reverb Nation. Nation and and SoundCloud are different styles or whatever. But to me, it's just like. As a person, as a human being, as a. <laughs> as a uh, whatever art that I'm doing. Um, there's different voices that I might have, you know, like if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you in a more serious way, but if we, if we go in a comedic way, it's in a, it's in a certain kind of comedy, certain kind of funny way, whereas if I'm talking to, um, Frog, it's a different serious way, it's a different way of talking, if I talk to my parents, it's a different serious way, and I just feel like, Sometimes what I want to do 
the perfect venue or the perfect place for that is YouTube. Or sometimes what I want to do, the perfect place for that to be is Vimeo. Or sometimes it's neither, but I just want to throw it in there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and um, for us to have these conversations, doing something like The Common Truth was not where we had to be. You know, it, it, it wouldn't have... Like, I feel like podcasting was the proper way of letting these thoughts out, you know? Yeah.